wherever you are in the world. I hope you had a good night. And hello, welcome to the podcast. beer because welcome to our fucking new year special boys how are y'all doing oh vibing as always man it's vibing. new years new tears and we're just getting into it man like oh uh, <laughs> years new tears SC, scp wiki that says that 2020 doesn't actually end until 2022 so i'm just ready oh, for a new year me that, agony. You motherfucker <laughs> just fucking I, I was getting at the like you know we're we're just coming up to the hump we're getting ready to pass it 2021 hopefully it's better than 2020 <sighs> now you're telling me we got another two years of this shit because it's the year that never knows how to die well yeah pretty much only one year only one more year 2020 2020 doesn't end until 2022 uh so we gotta go through all this bullshit in 2021 and then yeah. as soon and as then, like 2022 New done. Year's, okay, great. Yeah. I can't yeah, that's fucking wait. That's what they're saying on the SCP wiki, I, and we all know that's a accurate source of information. Super accurate for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense, honestly. I, I I I trust that organization with my fucking life. So there you go. That's how much I, I mean, trust them. We, we all. I mean, I kind of have really. to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you really don't have any choice. <laughs> yeah, whether you, whether you like them or hate them, you know they're there. <laughs> Yeah, until they're just like, uh, yeah, our directives changed, and uh, we're killing all of humanity. There will be no more communication. Adios. Yeah, understandable. Have a nice side. The sentient gingerbread cookie. Humanity's done. <laughs> that's actually one of the. That's uh, actually like one of the more fucked up SCPs. It's like everybody just gets a message that's like, uh, yeah, hi, we're the SCP organization. Uh, we contain a bunch of anomalous threats that could cause the end of humanity. And our previous mm-hmm. directive was to uh, keep everybody alive and to keep humanity organized. But uh, fuck that, you're all dead. <laughs> so sorry, boys, but sorry, we out of here. <laughs> we out. Adios. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good one. But no, oh my fucking god, yeah, dude. I'm I'm ready for another year of 2021. Hopefully, it'll be good. Get to watch. Hopefully, shitty. gotta watch shitty italian movies with josh and oh it's gonna be exciting uh, oh you uh f- um both of you are taking the uh same class for next yeah. semester or yeah. is it introduction to italian movie classics i think it is or something <laughs> so, so we get to watch like dante's Inferno or something there's a uh, oh, awesome. a bit of a screwed up part of me that when we do take this class together I want to mm-hmm. see how far the teacher is willing to accept me with a really bad fake Aussie accent like it's the real thing <laughs> and just refer to every Italian person as a wog and just see how uncomfortable oh they get. It's like, I love wog God. films. Josh, no one, Josh. No, no one Josh will actually do it. No, I know. Josh, if you actually do do it, though... um. Let's say I owe you fucking two schooners at uh, Kilks if they if COVID Ooh. calms down again and we're able to go there. 
Yeah, well, we'll see what gets torn down first. The, uh, the lockdowns or that fucking pub. <laughs> that... God, if that pub closes down, I think I think every single guy here is just gonna cry. Yeah, oh yeah, dude, we'll we'll be shedding a tear tradition. into our, our pint glasses. It's gonna be like cry when uh, the unicorn shut down, you know. Wait, the unicorn shut down? Well, no. it it shut down for a while, and then they... it ended up under new management, and that's why a lot of people boycotted it, and they're like hashtag not my unicorn. Uh, fair enough. But but they sell the spicy wings though, right? Uh yeah, I think they still have the soul wrenching bleeder wings. Eh, okay. Good enough for me. I'm still a customer. <laughs> and that's yeah. all Annex needs to hear. Oh Dude, man. I, I'm I... fucking obsessed with spice. You have no fucking idea. Like, I think I, I don't know how to describe it. Runs it runs in your blood, man. Huh? It runs in your blood. Yeah, that too. But I mean, I mean, I eat spicy shit that's like hot for my family, and our family eats spicy shit that's hot for other Indian people. The thing is, though, it's Man, like curry spice just runs in your blood. <laughs> it's like pretty much just filtering and distilling dude, down into curry, dude. I'm telling you, Bro, dude. I'm telling slaps. you, I love curry, dude. Uh, fucking curry. Okay, because I'm South Indian, right? Curry, which is the best way i can kind of describe it curry rice coffee and spice or it's just constitutes 95 percent of my blood the other five percent is oxygen um but that sometimes can be removed depending on how much i have of one of those four previous categories you don't need oxygen yeah exactly exactly but uh, the point i'm getting at is that like if you eat enough um spice at some point you get this head rush just from the adrenaline right and it's mildly (laughs) Okay, it's not exactly psychedelic, but the best way I can describe it's it is mildly so. It's euphoric, right? Yeah. Things start to get a little blurry. Things start to get a little wiggly. It's great. Bad. Basically, it's a- um, I'm a fucking junk addict just trying to chase that high every single time now. It's so, like, I go to the restaurant and they're like, what's, and I'd be like, what's the spiciest thing you have? And then they're like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'll be like, okay, get me that. And then they're like, have you had it before? I'm like, I haven't, but trust me, I can probably handle it. Oh man! And you know it's yeah, you never failed me once, dude. That and... dude of whether yeah, dude. My one I... memory of having spicy food mm-hmm. with Peter was at Kilks. He had the super spicy wings. He got really freaking cocky about it because uh, he'd had them before, but they hadn't added a lot of so- sauce to it. And then he got the mm-hmm. even spicier level, and these ones were oh. drenched. So he's eating mm-hmm. them all, and he's. He's going in like no sweat. He takes three at once, and then he Those just kind of goes pale. The, and then he goes the, really red in the face, and then he goes pale okay. again. The, the super and spicy he wings. Like books it to spicy. the fucking bathroom, yeah. and I go in there, and he's trying to vomit into the toilet. Like there's just this horrible dry retching, like, yeah, you know. And he's many <laughs> minutes trying to get it out of his system. He's like rocking back and forth while he hugs this toilet. It looked like absolute agony for him. So the oh rest of us all took God. a wig and finished it off for him. And I mean, it was pretty fucking bad. Having three of those at the same time is a lot of stomach discomfort. No bo- wonder his body was like, dude, I think you just consumed arsenic. Yeah. You need to get this shit out now. <laughs> 
Okay, <laughs> that I 100% get. Here's the weird thing about me and Spice. My taste buds to Spice, pretty much dead. Had the fucking last dab, if you guys know what that is. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, yeah, with Pepper X and Chocolate Pepper X. So, ate it. It was spicy, yeah, but I'm like, my taste buds were like, ooh, I enjoyed it. Problem was, I had it on an empty stomach. So, once it fucking got into my stomach, I was like, my stomach did not like that at all. So, for the next 30 minutes, I was just like, drinking water, you know, just trying to like, kind of calm myself down. No, no, I, yeah. But, but once that fucking thing went down, it was alright. Like, I, I, I didn't have any like... Fucking one of, lava one shits of the or spiciest like things that, I've but... had was actually like uh, a bowl of like that like really spicy ramen that they have, like that you can like buy from like the convenience store in the packets. Oh, but dude, things like those, like a I single, love those things. like a little bit of noodle with that, like it's it's fine. But it's like once you crush down an entire bowl, you're like, I'm gonna shit lava tomorrow. Ah, and once it dude, once it comes I'm out, I'm way you're past like, that, chief. I'm way past that shit. Like. Yeah. To me, now, the only problem is whenever I'm eating spicy food is I should eat something beforehand so I'm not eating this on an empty stomach. And once I have that category checked out, I throw any fucking spice at me. I'll fucking handle that shit. Because I've, I've destroyed my taste buds at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. But that's the only thing I need to worry about is what I'm trying to get at, right? It's just like, even if I had even just a little bit before and eat something super spicy, I'm fine. It's just... I can't have uh, really spicy stuff on an empty stomach because one, it's probably not good for you on an empty stomach. But no, but you know, once I once I got that category out of the way, I'm pretty much fine. It's just throw some fucking spice at me, you know, hot beer, wings, and fucking beer, dude. That's that's what I live for, I guess. And something that I greatly miss during uh, during COVID lockdown understandably right but still i still miss it just hanging out with the boys just at a bar and stuff you know i haven't seen y'all in a while too easy there man you're gonna make me cry flush no. it out <laughs> no <laughs> so uh y'all got any plans for the new year's other than like you know your bullshit New Year's resolutions, which don't work, and then I never just actually make like, happy New Year's. New Year's. Resolution. I I don't actually make New Year's resolutions because I, I don't either. I don't yeah, either. They don't I, work. I've been known to make. They don't work. No, no. People who make New Year's resolutions just want to feel no. good about themselves, and I don't need that. It's it's fun yep. to make New Year's resolutions that have absolutely nothing to do with your own willpower or anything. It's like this uh, this new year, everybody else is making plans. I'm a I'm going to develop the ability to grow a beard. That has nothing to do with me, you know? Like, if I'm able to grow a beard or not, it's... Trying trying, trying to come gross. right at me, huh, Josh? Like... I see how it is. Yeah, I'm going to be like, this year, I'm not going to get cancer. <laughs> we'll find out whether or not that holds true. Like... What's what's worse? You get cancer or you broke your New Year's resolution? <laughs> oh no, what am I gonna do? Dude, guys, I broke my New Year's resolution. if I resolution? make it to the end of the year... What was your New Year's resolution? Uh, yeah, and I everybody's got like, man, I... I got cancer. That was my New Year's resolution. And I fucking <laughs> succeeded. Yeah, man, I have a new strain of hepatitis. <laughs> <laughs> hepatitis D? <laughs>
Yeah. <laughs> you just create an entire new category. Uh, you just become an incubator yeah, just for hepatitis a new disease. D. Just like, what you the sit fuck? there like, it ain't cancer. <laughs> yeah, and everybody's like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> oh, man. It's like, it stops at C, doesn't it? And you're like, nah, I created it. It's, nah, it's something I got, new. I, I got <laughs> D through Z, chief. <laughs> I'm I'm fucking living in 2050. Y'all stuck in 2020. Yeah, I got hepatitis Z up in this bitch. <laughs> Come at me, <laughs> man. Hepatitis A4. We up in hexadecimal. Like... <laughs> it's starting to sound like a fucking Excel sheet, dude. If <laughs> if I were to incubate a new disease inside of my body, I hope it's not a new strain of hepatitis, because that's that's so last season, man. No, it's making a comeback, dude. It's making a if comeback. If anything, I need to I need to develop like gonorrhea <laughs> B. We're just that's gonna be the new one. It's just gonna be a new form, and just to fuck with people, they're gonna, it's gonna be like we're resistant to antibiotics, and if you try, we get worse. <laughs> It, 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 it actually fortifies the defenses as to use antibiotics. That's brilliant. That's fucking brilliant. Beautiful. So how bad is it, Doc? Uh, I got good news and bad news. Uh, what's the good news? Uh, you get to name it. Uh, they named a new species after me. Greatest contribution. Went on a really weird trip to Cuba and something came back. Marvels of science. <laughs> it was just, you know, you 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 just had to fuck those fucking tobacco larvae, hey man, huh, Josh. And here if, we are uh, now. If the tobacco grower is gonna get fucked by these beetles, I'm gonna fuck those beetles and get them back for the tobacco growers. <laughs> you know how it is. A true you know hero what? for the true, co- a, a true a hero, true, a true hero hey. for the working man. <laughs> I've changed my mind, Josh. Yeah, not true just for the working hero. man. I mean, in general, I'm a fucking champ. Come on, <laughs> let's keep it humble <laughs> for corporations oh, and uh, fucking workers alike. <clears throat> Cuba would love that. <laughs> Call it the Cuban virus, the the, the Cuban, Cuban Josh virus. virus. <laughs> oh my. Yo, um, that that fucking reminds me. Uh, Josh, uh, do you know what leopards ate my faces? New. No. All right, it's it's um to f- fucking sum it up. Essentially, it's a subreddit where um people complain about the very things they either voted for or advocated for before. <laughs> so usually it's politics, right? So like they would they would vote for for um. I, I guess just because it's relevant right now, um, a conservative party, and then they'll be like, "But, but, but they're they're stopping all the immigration, and 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 my wife is not, you know, native born, and 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 also they're cutting uh fucking my social benefits. I I can't afford living without it, <laughs> and 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 you're just like, so what? You didn't know th- about this when he started voting? Okay, I I got you. You know. You know, so yeah. it's basically like I didn't know the leopards would eat my face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, so I, I, I voted for the leopard eating par- party. I didn't think they'd get to me. <laughs> exactly. I voted for the leopard eating party, but I didn't know that it would that they would eat my face. Exactly. So, um, so I'm just gonna read this tweet, <clears throat> tweet, tweet out right, and from 
from what I gather, I believe it is a uh, UK MP member. So, um, so he has this tweet. Um, I can't really. <clears throat> it's a screenshot, so I can't really know like when he tweeted it. But at some point, he tweeted. Um, uh, Rod- Roger um, Helmer, by the way, that's his name. Um, so he tweeted. So, um, is it racist to mention Chinese food or Indian curry or Korean kimchi or German sauerkraut? So why not Chinese virus, right? And then <laughs> now, yeah. on the 28th of December, 2020, he said, Can we please stop referring to the new variant COVID as originating in the UK? It was first identified in the UK, which is an entirely different thing. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Until it's in your own backyard. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I love that subreddit, dude. It's, it's you're yeah. on you're on a high horse until the high horse fucking lo- fucking breaks Drops its ankle you and you have to shoot it in its head. Yep. <laughs> no, it's it's more like it's more like you're on the high horse until the high horse says I idios and fucking like <laughs> throws you off its back. Yeah. You. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Man, with the the leopard eating face concept, like yep. A lot of times it's entertaining, but there are some times where it just gets genuinely sad. Hundred percent. Like, I agree with that for sure. Yeah. Oh, dude, I've seen so many like interviews then and now from the beginning of the Trump presidency and the end, <laughs> where these people uh-huh. were voting him in, and they're like, "He's gonna fix everything. He's gonna solve this problem and this problem." You ask yeah. the same person later, and you hear the most atrocious shit. It's like, "Well, uh-huh. I got injured at work." Uh-huh. And I'm no longer covered by help my Medicare because that's gone. <laughs> so I lost the house and uh, my wife left me. And then I found out that our kid has cancer. Oh. And, and I it's like, holy shit, treatment. is this going to get any worse? Oh, and he's man. like, and guess who isn't covered by Medicare? <laughs> it just holy keeps going. Fuck. And I shouldn't laugh at this. Dude, but it's like uh-huh. the slipperiest fucking slope. It is, yeah. And the dude's sitting there like, but I'd still vote for him. It's like, dude, if you vote for him at this rate, you're going to fucking die. And he's like, nah, I believe he's going to pull it back for term two. Oh my god. It's have like, you, holy shit. Ha- have you, um, there, I, I believe there was a bunch of signs in, during a Trump rally that was literally just like, um, my son died from COVID, but I'm still voting for you. And we all was like, oh, oh man. god. It's, it's so bad. Like, it's, it's really misplaced hope. Imagine if you were like lottery tickets and it doesn't, none of them win. Uh huh. Cause you know, I don't know. You're, you're putting the same number on the ticket. Like somehow that's going to increase your chances, even though it's the same fucking number. Statistically, you're not getting a spread, but you're wasting all this money. Mm -hmm. So you can't make rent. Mm -hmm. You get kicked out of your house. So all the money you make, you spend on more mm-hmm. lottery tickets. Like, it's your only means of solving the problem. I fucking love it. Yep. Oh, it's like, fucking horrible, man. And ju- just for reference, though, it can go both ways, right? It's just that it totally can, you know? It's like some people might have voted for a more progressive or a liberal party, oh, yeah. and they might not have gotten what they wanted. The thing we're talking about the conservative party right now is that it's really fucking relevant. And as the way, like, the I guess 
as the sort of politics uh, spectrum ebbs and flows, right? It's really ebbing towards fucking conservatism right now, or more likely like alt-right, which is just fucking hilarious, basically. So we're just making fun of that at the moment. But um, but uh, to your point, Josh, actually, um, <clears throat> I saw this like mini like 15 minute documentary, right? I think it might have been from Vox. So they basically went to uh, I forgot the county's name specifically, but I believe it's in Kentucky. And that county has one of the lowest um, um, average uh, incomes in the entire country. And ironically, they they're also um, a county that is almost always red, right? So last election they voted for Trump, and yeah. they in- interviewed this one lady who said that she couldn't afford um, her cancer treatment, but Medicare, you know, when Obama was so this was right after Trump got elected, right? So it's like yeah, so Medicare was uh, paying for her bills. But the funny thing is, is because of the whole shit that went around Medicare, it kind of became known as Obamacare, right? <laughs> and she, no joke, she said, I hated that name. Yeah. I hate it. And she voted for not getting Medicare. So that's the thing. <laughs> Medicare is fine only if it helps me, but I don't want my money to go to other people. Yeah, I survived because of that, but fuck other people. Which is a really extreme case of the stuff we're talking about, but it's just crazy to think about, like, just about the fact that there are people out there that think like that, I guess. The thing is, it's not that extreme or crazy. I mean, mm. you you never met uh, my old, I guess, colleague, Dickie, but he was, <laughs> he was an interesting guy. Yeah. I've heard stories. He was... Immigrant, like his his family immigrants. Yeah. His first language was Mandarin. Okay. But he was a member of the NRA. He wore cowboy boots all the time. It was his formal wear. He wore the the hat, the full getup. Holy fuck! Super racist, <laughs> as hateful and bigoted as he is long. Oh my god! I, I I hear he's changed quite a bit now, but at the time, like, he's on a couch, and my my buddy's black. And he'd be uh-huh. he'd be sitting in a different room. He knows mm-hmm. we're here, and he'd be going on this tirade on the phone to somebody, and using like every derogatory term for every different ethnic minority, including the Jesus Chinese. Christ. Who he is? His family migrated from fucking mainland <laughs> when he was a kid, and he's going on at length. And I'm looking at my buddy, and he's looking at me, and he's like. What what is this? This is a walking contradiction. And I remember when the uh, when Trump was being elected, <laughs> this same guy was like, "This guy's too liberal mm-hmm. for me, man. I wouldn't vote for him." <laughs> like, it was bad, dude. <laughs> but that's no, the thing man. is those those extremes are everywhere. I, I I bet he hated voting anywhere in Alberta, dude. That's true, actually. You know what I. I, I, okay, so, like you said, I, I haven't met Dickie that much, but I've heard stories, and this is fucking crazy, but, I don't know, like, I guess I'm, okay, I guess to your point, I guess I'm starting to believe that, um, there are more people like that out there, it's still fucking crazy to me, though, like, I, I still don't understand it, like, at all, (laughs) 
It's just so foreign if to you, me. I don't. If you're ever you wondering, know, I don't what get it. the uh, the number of extremist demographics are. All you have to do is go to, especially right now, uh-huh. go to the the anti mask protests, because the police are handing out tickets. Some of these guys are getting charged like two thousand dollars a day to protest, and they're still doing it. Yeah, but that to me just sounds like a really loud minority. Yeah, but there's hundreds to, and you know, thousands of them. Like the it's not a, people, a handful right? of people. There's a lot of them. My uh, my own aunt, I a while ago, one of my family and members sent me a photo, and it was my aunt <laughs> without a mask, big picket sign. I don't even know if it was spelt <laughs> right, saying some shit about free speech. Like, you can't talk through a mask because nobody can see your lips. <laughs> and uh, she's, like, sitting at the front of the line. She was college-educated, man. Like, somewhere along the line, she had this disconnect where she Jesus. she went on this extremist tangent. And she started talking about healing crystals and shit. And I'm like, didn't you take pre-med or some shit and switch over to business? <laughs> like... I can see why you switched to business, because oh they God. probably didn't like your thesis about the power of crystals. Holy shit. <laughs> I fucking bet not. Only power of crystal Dude, light, crazy. I believe in, is the Ooh-hoo, power of crystal Get that sweet ass blue shit. That's the point. 99.9% pure. 99.9? That's rookie numbers. I'm 101. <laughs> you break the laws of whatever is possible. <laughs> A small place to pay for more math. <laughs> all, this, all this for a drop of math. It's all worth it in the end. I say ask my Thanos quotes out. will never stop being funny. This was your home, and it just shows up fucking, like, cracked dead. It was like, yes. And it was beautiful. Hey, it was Speaking beautiful. from experience of living in an old crack house, they can be very cozy. Like, once you, you get some drywall and plaster to patch up all the holes and shit, and you look... Oh, yeah, we... Yeah, and remember to put and cardboard on your legs whenever you're fucking... I'll explain that one in some, some depth Remember to, the, to the put readers. cardboard on your legs whenever you mow the lawn. Fucking needle doesn't go in your leg. to the city, True. I had, like, 500 bucks, and that was it. So trying to find a place to stay that wants, like, damage deposits and shit, you're not going to find that that had been repossessed and resold. And that was super cheap, but when you went to mm-hmm. mow the lawn... You were constantly finding pieces of broken glass and, like, used needles and shit inside the soil. And those would just get pulled up by the lawnmower because the, the soil is so uneven. So, what we would do is we would take newspapers and magazines and duct tape and we would wrap them around our legs and duct tape them on. And this yeah. looked really fucking nuts to anybody who didn't know that this was an <laughs> old crack house. Because they'd see us with our lower legs wrapped in old newsprints and stuff, just duct taped up. Mm-hmm. Like something out of World War Z or some shit. But there was one time... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was a fucking cult. We uh, we went from this horrible, mass-produced, shitty... Here, guys. But, uh... <laughs> 
So we're right. mowing the, uh, the lawn, and uh, we were smart enough to do this this leg wrap Heaven's thing, and it Gate. seemed paranoid as hell. But one time, <laughs> just the, fucking uh, the lawnmower kicked up a used out. needle, <clears throat> and this thing was rusty. There was like some black tar heroin looking shit inside the hypodermic <laughs> chamber, and it hey. comes flying right back towards the legs. So we hear this like chop noise. The lawnmower like kicks it up, and then we feel this slight pressure. Mm-hmm. And we, we, you know, we turn off the mower, we look down, there's a used needle, it's broken in half by the blade, but, uh, the needle is sticking into mm-hmm. the fucking magazine, so it's sticking out of my leg, and it looks like I've been impaled. We go back inside, we start taking the newsprint and shit off real carefully, it was embedded about a quarter inch into this shit but it hadn't gone into my leg because I was smart enough to wrap myself with these mm. newsprints and stuff. It's been well over a decade oh. since my last one. I have a lot of close calls with rusty stuff. I should Jesus. be careful. Oh, I was fine. I, I got the concerning and then it went away. But uh, I don't know. Maybe they stuck it in the bone or something. Because the guy seemed real confident. He's like, "All right, it's going Holy in." Just fuck. jabs me in the arm, gives a quick pump, pulls out, and I've had worse uncles uh, around Christmas. But uh-huh. you know. <laughs> cool. Oh yeah, you're telling me about that. How did that go? No, Josh can play stumps. Oh, God. <laughs> you say that like mm-hmm. it's a bad thing. I'm all about the efficiency. Goddamn right, ma'am. Mm-hmm. You know, I've learned over the years that there is nothing a woman likes to hear more after, you know, you've started going at it than you just pumping yeah. your hands in the air and be like, I win! <laughs> Josh the coom master <laughs> Josh, Josh is well known for his pump and dump technique <laughs> He's on a speed run <laughs> Speed run through life real quick Activate oh. no clip puncher in the ovaries, uh-huh. man. Don't need birth control. Don't need a condom. You just go in there afterwards and strangle hold the uh, the thing as it's forming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you clip through this door really precisely, oh, you can actually hit the trigger and go immediately to the sex scene. <laughs> I I love how how for a second, man. And I've been like slowly working on this this rye whiskey I've been drinking. I uh, I made the mistake of getting really bored around five thirty six a.m. and deciding just to blend whiskey with a bunch of random <laughs> shit. Like I've got these little <laughs> test jars. They're they're like test tubes, just full of different flavors. And the one I'm drinking right now, it sounds nice at first. You've got like cloves and vanilla mixed in there. That sounds nice. And then I took a, a bunch of Mr. B's Old English tobacco and stuffed that in there, and I'm like, fuck it, let's see what happens. And uh, it is confusing at best. <laughs> but speaking of New Year's, 
uh, <laughs> little little story just to be on the topic of New Year's. There is this one guy I knew. He was born on New Year's. And, you know, there's, there's all these kids that have, like, they're born on Christmas. So, you know, they celebrate their birthday and Christmas the same day. And that's great. But imagine being New Year's because the rest of your life, everybody celebrates New Year's, you know? And imagine being everybody around this kid when he was growing up. Imagine being this dipshit kid who would be, like, walking up to people on New Year's at, like, a, a, a celebration. Everybody's counting down, and he's like, I turn one year older today. And they're sitting there like, yeah, so does everything else on this fucking planet. Go sit down, Todd. Like, yeah, well, Todd's a good name for this guy, let's be honest. Yeah, I feel bad for the parents. Because, I mean, Christmas, they already have to spend it with the kids. New Year's is their time to shine. They find a babysitter. They get to go celebrate. Can you imagine having a babysitter take care of your kid on their fucking birthday? No, you're stuck at home with this little shit being like, I guess we'll watch the countdown and just sit here watching Frozen on the other TV or some shit. I don't know. I wanted to get blitzed. <laughs> God damn it, I mean, Todd. with good fucking reason. <clears throat> Go back to the chess club. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. That that honestly sounds like my worst nightmare. <laughs> you know, honestly, I think I'm not. instinctively I picked the uh, yeah, name Todd because that was bad. also the name of the landlord at the crack house that <laughs> I lived in that I had just mentioned. And that dude tried to screw me out of, like, four grand. <laughs> maybe, yep. maybe in some part of my brain, the guy that had the birthday on New Year's that nobody liked grows up to be the landlord that, you know, screws a person out of four Doesn't grand when they're great. living in a Anybody fucking Anybody named Todd dead. is immediately going to get bullied. <laughs> 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 Uh, see, I don't know any Todd's, Hi, what, so. hi, hi, my name, uh, hi, my name's Jared, what's your name? <laughs> I mean, despite everything, the crack den was still better than the van. I mean, when you get bullied I fucking much, believe it. Blame them. I found a broken down van in a field that I lived in for like four months. <laughs> you, you rented out a van or what'd you do? It uh, Jesus. it wasn't like a big field. Wait, I, I, I suppose shit. it's more like yeah. Wait, an how the fuck did you find it in a field in Calgary? Like, was it in Nosefield Park so or something? So I, uh, I tarped it up and I siphoned power from a neighbor who seemed to not mind too much, and I I lived there for a while too, right. up until a uh, a respiratory infection almost killed me, because <laughs> my roommates in that van were yeah. like mice. And I think at some point, like, an old dog had died in there or something. Like, it was gross. But it was <laughs> free. So my rent was very cheap. Uh, up until the, the whole coughing up blood thing. Thankfully, oh, I had fuck, given... Dude. 
I, I had given one guy a forwarding address of just lots next to, I think it was like hey, a man. vacuum cleaner repair shop. And he knew that there was a van there. So when I didn't show up to, uh, like, gatherings at my temple for a week, because at the time I was going to this Buddhist temple, uh, people started to get worried because that had never happened before since I had started coming. I was like a regular because I had nothing else to do. I was fucking homeless. They fed me. And when I turned, when I didn't show up for a free meal, they knew something was wrong. So one of them went to check on me. And I'm like curled up in the corner of this busted down van, coughing up blood and shaking. So they got my ass to the hospital. And then after that, I moved out of the van and found a new place. Fun story to tell now, and I didn't die. Holy fuck, dude. Look, I'm I'm, I'm sorry that that happened to you. But also, comedy equals tragedy plus time. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's it kind of balances itself I out. probably should have mentioned. Um, wait, so after you moved out to the van, is that when yeah. you found the crack house? So the first year that I spent in Calgary, I did okay. not have what would be considered <laughs> we're, we're, we're proper getting a housing. Whole we're, we're, getting the chron- we're getting the chronology the here. Of yeah. <laughs> like living with their parents and shit. People were like, dude... Let's go to your place, because my parents are being a total fucking assholes right now. And I'm like, you don't want to come to my place. My mm-hmm. roommates are filthy. It's like, what, they don't clean much? It's like they're physically incapable. They they don't have opposable thumbs, and they shit as they walk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, even before I moved to Calgary, like, I had a lot of crazy shit that would just happen. It's Which a miracle that the, Josh the, is still the alive. Reason why, Honestly, dude. When I started learning <laughs> MMA, some shit. and my, my teacher was a former cop, he's like talking about getting mm-hmm. stabbed in defensive wounds and stuff, and I'm sitting there like the one guy in the room who knows what it's like to get shanked other than this guy. So he just looks at me, points me out, and he's like, you've got defensive scars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, there was a little while where... There were some people that actively believed that I was some sort of cultic, like, I I couldn't die very easily. And this has become a problem, because a few of them got a little crazy and decided to test it. So in the span of a year, like, one guy had come up to me with their parents' Mm -hmm. stun gun to see whether or not, like, electricity would do it. Getting Mm -hmm. tased sucks, by the way. Uh, one person poisoned me, so I ended up in the hospital for heavy metal poisoning. That was a fun one. Mm-hmm. Uh, one person did come at me with a knife. <laughs> Thankfully, I didn't get shanked that occasion. But, like, it it has become a thing where I have, Jesus, I've become very survivable. Right. And maybe that's the result of growing up with, like, laissez-faire parents that were just like, yeah, mm-hmm. we'll just let them run free and see what happens. The, you usually get hit by a car a few times and then learn when you're crossing the street to wait. That kind of thing. And then I had three older brothers who were like a decade older than me. And they were fucking psychopaths. This different kind of psycho than me, but still psycho. <laughs> so the fact that right. I made it through infancy. At this point, I'm going to be mm-hmm. like hiking one day for shits and giggles. A cougar's going to attack me and I'm going to be sitting there. Right. Fuckers clawing up my ribs, chewing on my one arm, and I'm just poking him in the eyes to piss him off because it doesn't hurt yet. <laughs> you know, like it's gonna turn into that South Park episode with uh, 
who was it, Russell Crowe? And it's like, I'm going to stick my <laughs> thumb up his butt. Oh, oh he's <laughs> real mad now. <laughs> Dude, I've, I, I feel like I should write a fucking thesis on my, my concept of luck. I don't think luck is like a force for good or bad. It's just unpredictability. Like, it's statistical improbability. Whatever shouldn't happen in a situation, will. You're sitting at the dollar store trying to buy some some just random shit. It's like Boxing Day. You know, it's safe. You're at a mall. It's a dollar store. Everything's good. You take mm-hmm. off your hat for a second. Some dude sees your buzz cut, figures you're a skinhead, comes up to you with a knife. Because one of his buddies got jumped by a racist recently, and he wanted to get revenge for that guy by attacking a random dude in the mall with a knife. And I'm sitting here completely unawares up until there's a hunting knife sticking in my neck not sticking in but like being pointed at my neck and i'm being threatened and i'm trying to talk my way down from this and i'm surprisingly good under pressure because this happens a lot Mm -hmm. it shouldn't statistically it's very unlikely but it seems to happen a lot (laughs) so -hmm. this is where my theory comes from it's like it doesn't matter if you've got horseshoes out your ass. You're still going to get somehow hit by a plane right. one day. You know, like, you're going to get struck by lightning while you're doing sewer maintenance or something. It shouldn't happen. It fucking does. You know, you're you're at, like, a cat cafe because, you know, that's popular now. There's some in Calgary. There's some in Edmonton. <laughs> you're petting the cats and then suddenly a fucking alligator bites your leg right. off and you're sitting there like, huh. That seems statistically improbable. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. It's because I stuck a thumb up his cousin's butt. <laughs> well, He's shit. Been for <laughs> well, me. there you go. <laughs> Crikey, mate! Didn't see this one coming. <laughs> All right, yep. so uh, Josh, I don't know if you know, but um, I'm switching to a if all goes well, right? If all goes well, because I'm a fucking idiot. Um, big if. Yep. Because I'm a fucking idiot. Um, if all goes well and I fucking get into a math degree with the stats concentration next year, which is what I'm switching to, right? Ooh, because big mistake, bud. You're gonna kill yourself. I've already killed myself with actuarial science. Don't you? Don't you fucking worry about it. Um, but basically, what I'm trying to say is, I need to write a senior thesis. So could I write a senior thesis on? you the probability of <laughs> unlikely events happening to a certain person or something like that and just like me Dude. calculating out the probabilities of <laughs> of just the amount of fucking wild ass shit that happens if to you, you do that i will requ- i i will put in a requisition for my medical records so you can <laughs> even get like the doctor's confusion at me sweating blood in my first year <laughs> beautiful that one was fucking great that was man i've known people that like they get hemorrhoids for the first time and they're Uh like they they find blood in their stool in the toilet and they're like ah i've got ass cancer oh no Uh Mm -hmm. and then they go and the doctor's like you fucking idiot you've got hemorrhoids take this cream yeah uh in my my second semester first year Mm -hmm. i was taking this like math oriented chemistry class which is why you yep. taking a math degree. Fuck that, dude. Math sucks. <laughs> so, dude, I I, I can't I can't get behind languages in English. I can't. It was my worst subject in high school, and it'll fucking continue to be. Which is ironic. I love 
fucking reading fiction and everything. But ask me to write That's an essay fair. about that shit. I think I'd rather cut my own dick off. But yeah, continue. Yeah, so, you and I are complete inverse of each other. So, yep. But somehow we make it work, and I think that's what's really interesting <laughs> about our relationship. <laughs> this class, I had just moved into the crack house mm-hmm. recently. I mm-hmm. uh, I'd upgraded from the van. The problem is, not everybody in this crack house was nice. So, some Cubans had moved in, and yep. nothing against Cubans. These ones were actual gangsters. We kept finding blood <laughs> through the house and hearing power tools and shit. I swear, there was one time, because they rented the basement suite, I uh-huh. heard muffled screams, and then, uh-huh. like, silence from the basement for days, and we saw, like, power tools and shit being cleaned and blood in the sink and stuff. It was fucking horrifying. <laughs> Did not like that place very much. Mm-hmm. So, I didn't sleep a whole lot while the uh, the Cubans had moved in and were doing their own version of the fucking Sopranos in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> so, I had a midterm... That I hadn't slept for two days leading into a because I was studying uh-huh. b because Cuban gangsters doing their fucking thing doing their mm-hmm. walk of fame right mm-hmm. next to my like twenty year old ass hiding in a crack house. So I go into this midterm. It's a three hour long midterm. Right. Fucking brutal. Yeah. No, I've been there. I understand. Yeah. I don't handle stress like that very well. Gonna uh-huh. throw that out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had what could be described as a very unusual panic attack. It wasn't like hyperventilating. Yeah. It was my heart rate would spike around 220 for a little while. Then it would mm-hmm. get really tired because this was a three hour exam. You're not gonna pull off a heart rate that high for three hours sitting in a chair. Yeah. So it would go super low. We're talking like fucking 40. And then it would go right the fuck back up. And I ended up blacking out from what I thought was stress. Like, I thought I had fainted. They woke me up afterwards. I was dressed in the black hoodie. Mm -hmm. And um, I I failed that exam, obviously. I went home, Mm -hmm. and I went to take a shower and, like, you know, de-stress. I was not feeling very well. And I step into the shower, and as I'm showering, Mm -hmm. there's red in the water going into the drain. Mm-hmm. And I look at my body, and there's mm-hmm. these red and purple dots all over my body. And I realize, holy shit, I'm sweating blood. That's blood in the drain. That's my blood. It's coming from everywhere. So I start freaking out, and I'm like, I'm dying. Something's wrong. That's why I passed out. I've right. got some sort of German super AIDS or cancer. <laughs> uh-huh. So by the time this was all happening, it's like 930 at night. Mm-hmm. I could have gone to the ER. Mm-hmm. That would have been the smart thing to do. Sure. But you. But I decided you. to sleep on it and go to the doctor's office the next day because <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot, ladies and gentlemen. I didn't assanguinate, which is mm-hmm. lucky because I lost a lot of blood. Even if it was like a tenth of a milliliter through each pore, that's still that's every still pore of skin on your body. Like, a that's paper cut a doesn't bleed that much. Yep. But if you've got a paper cut on your entire fucking body, you lose a lot of blood. No, for sure. So I go in looking this weird combination of super pale mm-hmm. and super inflamed. Right. And I go into the doctor's office and I'm explaining, you know, I I had an exam and I passed out and I've been sweating blood and I, I think I'm dying. I think it's cancer or something. They're like, you're not sweating blood. You probably have a bruise. And mm-hmm. then they get me to defrock 
to use the proper term. I don't know if that's the proper term. Okay. And they, they notice what they think is a full-body rash. Because I've got these red and purple dots in every one of my skin's pores. Mm -hmm. And they're like, okay, when did this rash start? And I give them the timeline, and they're like, that is a very fast-spreading rash. Is it is it itchy or anything? Like, she's super fucking confused. Yeah. Medical doctor, been doing this for 15 years. Right. And I'm like, no, no, um... It's, it's blood, though. It's not a rash. And she's like, I, I don't think so. I'm going to do what's called a streak test. Mm -hmm. So she puts on a glove, does the whole snappy thing for dramatic effect. She takes her thumb, mm -hmm. digs it into your skin a little bit, and she draws her thumb down. And depending on how long it takes for your skin to return to its normal color and consistency after that, she can get an idea of what kind of skin condition it is. Right. She does this a few times. The color does not change. No indication of it being a rash. She looks at her thumb. Thumb's fucking red. It's covered in blood. She starts freaking out because she realizes, holy shit, he's bleeding from his skin on his whole fucking body. I've never seen something like this before. She gets really pale. She looks at me. All of her professionalism is out the fucking window because she has reached a problem she can't solve. She right. looks at me and she's like, I'm going to be honest. I have never seen anything like this before. I am going to requisition a whole shit ton of tests. You're going to the uh, the hospital right now, mm -hmm. and you might want to make like you might want to call your family and get your affairs in order because I don't know how long you've got. She's freaking out. She thinks I am like on death's door. Right. This is not what I want to hear. I start freaking out because I'm sitting here like, oh god, it is cancer. Oh shit. The German super AIDS. It's the called, German it's, super AIDS. It, it's all the Funny thing. it's all the German dungeon porn, man. I'm telling you. She uh, she did actually there. requisition a test for AIDS just to be safe. She did anything involving blood. She had like platelet counts and stuff being done. Mm -hmm. This is a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. So they send me to the hospital. I go to the hematology ward. They start drawing blood and doing everything, and they're really confused too. I'm, mm -hmm. like, sitting there holding this Buddhist amulet and praying to every bodhisattva I can remember the fucking name of. Because, frankly, I'm freaking out and I'm willing to, like, change allegiances and stuff and try to get somebody on my side. <laughs> uh -huh. So they start drawing blood. And here's where it gets fun. They've mm -hmm. requisitioned, uh, it was somewhere between, like, seven and nine vials of blood. Mm -hmm. So they're pulling all of this shit for tests. Mm-hmm. Little do they realize, I've already lost, like, a liter of fucking blood. I don't Jesus. have a lot to lose. Yeah. Because it's that little bit from every pore of your skin. No, this of is course, really... of course. A liter is a huge fucking amount. That's, like, what, one-fifth? It's a lot. Yeah, it's, you, like, one-fifth of don't have a lot of blood. blood? Yeah. I mean, during this time, my body's replenishing a lot of that. Maybe sleeping in was actually a good idea. But, uh, they pull out all this blood... At a certain point, I remember getting a little bit faint, and mm -hmm. the fucking needle, there's, mm -hmm. like, a sputter, and the blood stops coming out, and she's, mm. like, trying to get it to pull blood. She thinks she's gone through the veins, so she's, like, wiggling it a little bit and trying to figure it out, and I fucking black out. Right. Like, from blood loss. Jesus. God so I Christ. wake up. Uh -huh. I wake up. And I've got, like, a saline drip going on, because they're trying yeah. to replenish fluids. The nurse almost fucking killed me. She took too much blood. I ran out. They had to make do with, I think it was, like, six vials. Mm -hmm. So we didn't make the count, and they're like, we're not... 
we're gonna keep you under observation for a bit here's some apple juice you know like it was fucked and they still couldn't come up with an explanation they were able to rule shit out but they couldn't come up with an explanation for months and months and months uh, I ended up getting in contact with a specialist in Saskatchewan who was curious about the case. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was like, you know, mm-hmm. I've heard of this in, like, historical situations. He tells me a story about, like, somebody that Leonardo da Vinci knew who was a soldier. And every time before he would go to battle, he'd have these horrible fits of, you know, hysteria and he would sweat blood. And then there was Jesus of Nazareth in the Garden of uh, Agony, and he swept blood forth, and it was the stigmata. And I'm sitting here like, okay, so I have a choice between some dude that Leo knew mm-hmm. and Christ. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know which one I'm going with. Right. So I, I mentioned this to one of my Christian buddies, who at the time was also living in the crack house. You know, it's, it's crazy the things that pull people together. And he's like, dude... <laughs> We're mm-hmm. going to my church. Mm-hmm. You are not scrubbing the blood out of your skin. We are going to my church. We are going to let people touch your skin, see the blood. They're going to think you're the stigmata. At this time, I also had long, scraggly brown hair. Uh-huh. Josh is fucking uh, Jesus reincarnate. Dude, it was, it was fucking great. So Holy we went to this fuck. church, and this was some fucking blasphemy, but this guy was having a fun time with it. And, mm-hmm. uh, it, it, the only way it could have been better is if we had really commit to the bit and poke some holes through my hands. But, you know, I show up just dressed like a normal guy and my, my buddy is, you know, he's really putting this up. He's like, you know, he has the same name as Jesus. My name is mm-hmm. Joshua, but if you go back yeah. to like the Aramaic root, same root, just yeah, different. So he goes into this whole thing, and they're like, a lot of people are named Joshua, it's biblical. And it's like, yeah, but he has the stigmata. And they're like, what? And he's like, dude, take your hoodie off. And I take it off, and there's blood all the way down my skin, and people are like, what the fuck? And yeah. somebody, like, goes and pokes it, and they're like, that... Like, they, they almost went to, like, taste it. They smelled it. They're like, that's blood. He's, he's bleeding through his skin. Mm-hmm. And Jesus. a couple people were freaking out for a second, but, you know, the uh, the guy in charge, the pastor, diffused the situation very quickly, mm-hmm. but he's like, we're keeping the tithe, don't pull any shit, if you want sacramental wine, it's in the back, I don't know what you're getting at, please stop disrupting Sunday service. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, dude, shut the fuck up, just drink, okay? Because, I mean... As a pastor, you're probably trained for a lot of stuff. You're probably trained to handle the occasional heckler. You're for not sure. trained for some guy sweating blood to walk in and be like, I'm back, bitches. For sure. <laughs> so. Oh my god. Oh my yeah. god. That's so then what happened? W- did you did did it just stop? Or like Uh what so what had happened is yeah. after tests were coming back negative and the doctors are letting me down and everything. Mm-hmm. I slowly begin to de-stress. I ended up withdrawing from my math uh, chemistry class. I think I got like 5% on that midterm. I was not going to pass the class. So, Fuck. Uh-huh. ever since then, I've done some like therapy and stuff and, you know, like some anxiety management and shit. And uh, I haven't had one of those major panic attacks since. I'm also really careful with my caffeine. Mm. Uh, there was one time. 
mm-hmm. where I was trying to get into shape and I started pushing my body. So I was like having pre-workout and going for sprints and trying to run for like two hours straight. Yeah. And I did start to get there. My heart was giving out and I did sweat a little bit of blood, but it wasn't like a full body blood sweat like before. Because what has to happen is your, your whole vascular system... Mm-hmm. goes through so much intensive strain that all the little capillaries in your skin and your internal organs I should probably mention I was coughing shitting and pissing blood for a while too mm-hmm. I also uh, like tears of blood and everywhere that blood can be blood was so oh, that didn't fuck. happen the the time with the uh, the running in the gym because mm-hmm. it wasn't enough to cause this cascade of like every minor blood vessel in your body just giving way and letting go yep so I haven't had that happen since, which is probably good, because I can imagine that your body can repair its vascular system all over that many times. At a certain point, the workers go on strike and you just fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> God. They're like, not this shit again. We are fucking unionizing. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, okay. One more question. What a beautiful um, New Year's episode. <laughs> I was going to say, oh, yeah. Happy this New Year's, everybody. To do with New Year's. This just has me, like, eating cake, drinking whiskey, and telling you about all the times I've nearly died the last five years. <laughs> Happy New Year's, Beautiful. everybody. I mean, and I'm New glad. Year's is a time of reflection, so now we get yeah. to reflect that, that on that. Uh, is true. How is much true. can a guy go through? <laughs> oh, God. Don't and, ask it, like, that It's impressive question. that you're still Shit a like sane that person. is the reason this is happening to me. You guys on it's, the sidelines being like, What's going to happen next to him? And then I get hit by a blimp. <laughs> like, what the fuck? A, a fucking, fucking old-timey Zeppelin just <laughs> happens into Calgary and bumps into me in passing. You know, oh fucking God. Heinrich sitting out of the observation deck and he's like, how are you doing? Yeah. Okay, yeah. What was, what was your question? Yeah. So oh what was God. your question? Okay, um... First of all, I gotta say, Happy New Year's, everybody. This is your New Happy Year's Happy New Year's, everyone. <laughs> From us to you. Oh I hope God. you fucking enjoyed it. It had nothing to do with New Year's, but I hope you fucking enjoyed this. Um, and, and actually, Josh, I got another question for you. Just to circle yep. back a while back... Um, so you said a doctor from Saskatchewan actually um, contacted you, right? Mm-hmm. How did they... Do, was it just like, did the doctor just put it up in the system... And a doctor just eventually found you out? Or, like... (laughs) Part of it was the doctors sort of gossiping and talking to the system. Okay. Um, I also have some family that works in the hospital industry. Mm. So they put Mm -hmm. out some inquiries. They started asking doctors. Doctors started asking doctors. Because it was an interesting thing. For sure. I think my spreadsheet for my medical record says something like... Full body contusion of unknown source. <laughs> um, witness non credible. Dude. Like, it, it said something crazy. Because she was convinced that, like, even after she confirmed it wasn't a rash, she was convinced that it was, like, an impact based bruise. Like, have you been mm-hmm. hit by a car or anything? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I, I was hit by a car. It, it didn't do a good enough job the first time, so it made sure to go back. Roll over me a few times to get a full body, 100% coverage, and somehow there's no fractures, there's no, like, purpling of the skin, there's no actual bruising, there's no swelling, there's none of that. 
Somehow, a fucking Mack truck rolled over me, and aside from the <laughs> the alleged bruising and bleeding, I'm fine. Uh-huh. It's like a horse rolling over in the sand. <laughs> So the doctor was just sitting there incredulous trying to figure out what it was, just very confused and trying to come up with an explanation so she could sleep at night. And uh, it took months before somebody was like, you know, doctors and Christians don't always get along, but here's my theory. (laughs) He's the fucking messiah. And he was the fucking, he was the one that was right. He was the one that was the closest to the point because it wasn't like, German super aids. I hadn't fucked a monkey or anything. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Jesus fucking Christ, man. F- fucking, you know what? Forget about hepatitis, hepatitis D. Josh is out here with the fucking unknown source disease. <laughs> oh, God. Man, talk about a this South is why Park episode. I'm just thankful Jesus that Christ. I'm not responsible for COVID. I'm glad I'm not patient zero. <laughs> Some fucker out there is more statistically unlikely than me. Patient zero, they probably didn't find him, probably didn't get that uh, that nice cure going, because he was probably struck repeatedly by lightning when he got better. <laughs> Just the yeah, most unlucky his, man in the world. At least his phone battery's fully charged. <laughs> <laughs> Zeus is like, you're gonna die, but at least your phone battery is fine, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking yeah, gotta love those. Uh, hey, yo, I got lights. you, fam. <laughs> fucking your your battery is fucking a hundred and ten percent right line, now. Mm-hmm. What's that? Oh, I was just saying, like, thanks to Zeus, your battery is a hundred and ten percent charged now. <laughs> the rest of you ain't doing so well. But hey, you win some, you lose some, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean. Holy Gloriously, fuck. if you can make it to your phone, you can call for help for hours. Right. <laughs> Hold on. Holy shit, 6%. Okay, that makes sense. Zeus needs to give you a lightning strike, I see. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I, I I didn't realize the beer was 6%. That that makes a lot of sense. Oh, you're talking about the beer, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Thought you were talking about your phone charge. <laughs> no, no, I, I switched, sorry. <laughs> it's, it's it's in here special man this is the only like this is the only thematically thing we've done it's just us fucking like you know just drinking you know just reflecting on yeah, all the times that josh has almost bit the dust but somehow the grim reaper's just like nah you cool man yeah god the number of sketchy fucking situations i've made it through like i feel fucking like we're insane. just gonna end up with our own podcast segment where it's just like Storytelling with Josh. What does he survive? <laughs> it's like, well, here's this uh, this one encounter I had on a Tuesday at a biker bar, <laughs> and uh, it ended with a double barrel shotgun pointed in my face. Uh huh. Or like, we'll be telling another story. It's like, well, this is a time where somebody whose ex I had been uh, getting with recognized me and slashed me with a broken bottle. Ooh. Like. You got a lot Man. more stories, dude. You got to save it for the oh, content, God. you know? There's <laughs> Josh has been If I were a good shit. enough dude, writer Josh is to a figure out a way machine. to actually put it out in a coherent fucking format, there's probably a novel kicking around where it's just... There's, your bibliography of just the past 25 years of your life has just been immense. God, if I ever become successful and have merit to writing an autobiography, people are going to be really confused when they're like, 
I I thought this was gonna be about like cooking or travel. It's there's a lot of mention of like you know drug binges and getting really fucked up and boozed and then sleeping with somebody else's wife and getting really surprised when a guy pulls a gun on him. <laughs> you know I I thought that this was gonna have a nice recipe for souffle and frankly I was a little bit disturbed by the depiction of sweating blood. That's the uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's some straight up biblical shit. That is Old Testament. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even Jewish, but you know you, you got to give it up. This this is pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah, you know it's uh it's it's something. <laughs> oh man, I I would love to see a fucking Karen's reaction to your um to your whole life story, dude. It sounds like oh, you fucking give her a heart attack. So- I'm throwing it out there. Yeah. I have an aunt named Karen, and uh, any time my, uh, my family and her would be, like, on the phone, because she lives in California, mm-hmm. and they'd be telling her about something that I did, this Karen, in true fashion, mm-hmm. would either be completely uh, dubious of it, they'd be like, no way, no way, and then they'd be really, really... Uh, almost offended by my lifestyle when they get a photo of me with like six stitches in my hand going for physiotherapy to reuse a learn to reuse a finger after getting stabbed and they'd be sitting there like you live in Canada it's not like LA LA's the real dangerous place Canada's I don't know how you end up in these situations and you're like, just like they're, they're I don't know either offended. but <laughs> yeah and I'm sitting here like I was trying to buy snacks at a convenience store <laughs> You know, it's like, it's not like I just walk around with a sign that's like, shank a bitch, five dollars. It's like, no, I was trying to buy gas station snacks, and a meth head came up with a knife thinking I was somebody else. Jesus, dude. I've had a lot of cases of mistaken identity, come to think of it. You know, there's like, guy at the mall thinks I'm a skinhead on Boxing Day, pulls a knife, threatens to kill me, I have to talk my way out of that. Right. Dude at a gas station thinks I'm somebody who, like, fucked his girlfriend, pulls out a knife, tries to stab me. There was a while ago, I, when I was, like, 13, 14, I wore a lot of army-type clothes, because, you know, cheap, affordable, baggy, mm-hmm. durable, I have no sense of fashion, even today, let alone 10 years ago. And I was mm-hmm. walking near some train tracks, and a cop car pulls up to me. And, like, it Mm -hmm. pulls all the way off the road, up the curve, up the hill where these train tracks are, where I'm walking. Mm -hmm. And I think, oh, shit, I'm getting in trouble. They think, like, I'm a homeless guy because of the way that I'm dressed. I hopped the train and I, you know, jumped off in this small town. He gets out, hand on his gun, Mm -hmm. and he's like, stop right there. I turn to look at him. He pulls the gun. He has it beaded on me. He has mistaken me for somebody who, like, commit armed robbery in a different town and hopped a train to try Mm -hmm. to escape. He thought that was me. So I'm sitting there, 14 years old, hands in the air, being told not to fucking move. Give me a reason, punk! You know, that kind of shit. I'm sitting here like, I, Mm -hmm. I swear I didn't go too close to the track, sir. I'm just entering high school. Please don't shoot me. Like... (laughs) What a fucking time. He gets closer, and he notices, yeah, this definitely isn't the guy. For one, he's, you know, like, five foot five, and the guy we're looking for is, like, six foot one. So, 
this short right. kid who is clearly a fucking kid. Uh, <laughs> oh dear, I probably shouldn't shoot this kid or arrest him. I gotta make a beeline somewhere else. We're going to apologize. And, like, during that time, he was confirming all of my information. Like, he was dubious about that, too. Like, he, he certainly looks like a kid, but maybe this guy's a real professional. A real Houdini. Maybe it's a fake face, you know? I don't, I don't fucking know. So I ended up getting a phone call later, and I thought I was in trouble, because he didn't explain any of this shit to me. He phones my family and explains to my family, I almost shot your son and I'm sorry. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, it was a fucking time. Christ, dude. You know Holy what, though? Shit. Um, I, I guess talking about self-reflection, you know, it's like, <laughs> I, I guess in a way, uh, Josh, you, you and I are um, inverses, like you said before. But in other ways, I feel like we are fucking very similar to each other. And I think that's why we get along we so well. We both handle honestly. our trauma through really, really dark Death's Head Gallows humor, and that tends to go well. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, and we both love cooking. That is true. That's another thing. <laughs> Way to just beeline it back so, 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 to the overall that, topic. For the record, was that cooking or cocaine? Uh, what are you, a uh, narc? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. 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 Fucking narc. Fucking <laughs> narc. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm joking. I'm more of a ketamine man. I told you. <laughs> Do this you really ketamine? <laughs> Do you huh? really ketamine? That? It's like it's 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 like. Hey, it's 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 like whenever someone's like ketamine, that's for horse tranquilizer. I'm like, well, I'm about to be call me Henry the Eighth because I'm about to turn into a horse. Yeah. Hey, I mean, I take horse tranquilizer because, frankly, hog. <laughs> Real pog moment right there. Pog yeah. moment. Gamer moment. Oh my oh god. Shit. Dude, what That's a New an Year's episode. 11 minutes of Yeah, beauty. dude. What a New Year's episode this has been. Fuck. Yeah, I mean, shit, what are we, like, uh, an hour and a ways in? I feel like I've just been talking for a while about yeah. life experiences, and everybody's just sitting back and being like, I'm calling bullshit, but there's no way to prove this. No, 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 I'm, I'm just fucking enjoying the shit out of it, dude. Um, like, I'm all over this, man. Dude, exactly. Good. It's fucking amazing. And you know what? This is the best New Year's uh, fucking special that you're gonna get. You know, I mean, you say like, that like you're you're assuming we're, we're, we're gonna we're make not it throwing to it in your New face. <laughs> Who knows? Uh that's true. Side note: If I can, I mean, you're not exactly living in the crack house. Oh yeah, that's true, man. But um, mm-hmm. no, no, you. Oh, go I was ahead. just gonna say, there's um, I always feel weird telling these stories because there's two different reactions I get. They're they're just two mm-hmm. different brands of incredulity. There's the ones that refuse mm-hmm. to acknowledge this is possible. People that are like, no way does this kind of shit happen to you. And then there's yeah. the ones that are like, oh my god, are you okay? <laughs> like, that's the two main brands that I get. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's a miracle that Josh has been oh, yeah. through all this and he's still, like, yeah, a exactly. relatively sane person. Oh, that's it's a fucking good fucking insane joke. Is what it is. But uh, <laughs> I, I love the first one because 
These people, they're like, uh-huh. no way. I'm calling bullshit. I'm calling bullshit. This doesn't happen. This doesn't happen. You're making it up. You're just trying to get attention. And then something finally happens. Mm-hmm. And they get mm-hmm. some sort of like firsthand experience and witness the truth of the matter. And they're like, why can't anything normal just fucking happen in your life? And I love that. There's this one buddy of mine, he was like a, a friend of a friend. So anytime I'd go out with this mm-hmm. one friend and we'd go drinking, he'd be there too. And we'd be like mm-hmm. shooting the shit and telling stories. And the the one friend that I'm going out to drink with, not the, the mutual acquaintance, mm-hmm. he's seen some of this mm-hmm. shit and he like, he was one of the few guests I had over to the crack house. So he knows like that yep. one's true. And he knows that this one's true. And, like yep. he knows enough of it's true to have the general idea of there's a good chance the rest of it is but the other guy is completely yep. completely uh nonplussed he's like no way it's not true you're a liar fuck you and then yeah on my birthday he wishes me a lit birthday over like facebook messenger and mm-hmm. i'm getting up for the day I'm getting dressed, Perfectly I'm looking out bus. the window, and I notice my neighbor's house is on fire, because mm-hmm. um, the day before my birthday that Jesus. year was the last day of classes mm-hmm. for the university, so all the students are, like, barbecuing okay. and shit. These guys had their barbecue, which was a charcoal barbecue, really close to the gas line mm-hmm. for their house, and they hadn't snuffed the coals ah. properly. So when the wind picked up the next morning, because, mm-hmm. you know, the heat change, wind comes through... It blew hot coals at their fucking gas line, melted the Teflon tape, caused yep. a gas leak. The gas leak caught fire, set their fucking house on fire. I noticed this as I'm looking out the window. There's this big gout of flame coming out the side of the house, and it's, like, starting to creep mm-hmm. up the cor- the side of the house up to their roof and shit. And I just send him a little mm-hmm. video clip of my neighbor's house, and I'm like, yep. Thanks for wishing that. And he's sitting there like, holy fuck, you commit arson? I'm like, no, I'm getting dressed. My neighbor's house caught fire. I'm calling the cop, or the the fire truck. And he's, like, completely, completely confused for a moment. And then about ten minutes after I, you know, sent him that photo and that explanation, I just get all caps, why the fuck can't life be normal? (laughs) ever since then he's like gone through all the stories i've told him and he's like wait was that actually true did you actually get shanked and i'm like sending him a photo of the big ropey scar on my hand and i'm like yep and he's like and the the cops treating you that way afterwards and i'm like yep Mm -hmm. it's like so i love when they have that kobayashi moment you know like it, it's 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 the usual suspects. The mug drops, the coffee spills, and they have that little realization of holy fuck, holy fuck, holy fuck. Yeah, and 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 fucking like, and then you see a guy with a limp slowly start walking straight. And <laughs> Kaiser like, Soze, huh? Kaiser Soze, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's a good feeling when people finally like realize, holy shit, it wasn't made up. I, yep. I mean, on this podcast, nobody's going to fucking believe a goddamn thing. They're going to be like, wow, he's conned his friends into thinking this. And, uh, you know, he's going on a podcast <laughs> and telling it in front of all these people. 
absolutely confident. No, no, dude. For for all our for all our listeners out there, okay? Alex and I know Josh and we've known him for a while. Trust him when he tells stories like this because knowing what we know, dude. <laughs> this man goes through yeah, some this, crazy uh, shit man, all the this, fucking time. <laughs> this guy has enough experiences to last five lifetimes. Like, yeah, exactly. Man, it's uh Considering the experiences I've gone through and survived up until 25, this is 25 is essentially five lifetimes. I probably shouldn't have made it past five. Infancy was a tough stretch. Was <laughs> 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 a was a hard was a hard level, chief. Yeah, I mean, shit. <laughs> it was, you know, the the game the game started off uh, started you off with like not a lot of health and not a lot of assets. But as you get further, I, I, I feel like the difficulty levels up with oh, you. Oh, yeah. So overall, good, ga- good game design. Horrible game, though. You know, yeah, I, I, I feel like in yeah, some ways my game. life, the, the, the inspiration was Dark Souls, you know? Like, we're just going to have a difficulty curve of murderous. <laughs> Does he survive home <laughs> abortion? Yes. That yes. Nubo ring also did fuck all. I don't know how he was conceived. Will he make it through childbirth <laughs> in a cabin in the woods, 18 hours north of where we are now? Holy shit, he did it. Yeah. Like, it's it's all just uh, so Yeah, they're just, they're just sitting in the theater popping. They're, they're, they're chucking popcorn in their mouth oh, now. Yeah. They're just seeing what's Dude, good. Man. It's that, um... If, if you guys have ever seen the fucking, uh... Uh, thriller music video it, it, it's a moment where like MJ's just like throwing popcorn in his <laughs> mouth just watching that horror movie oh, just chilling yeah, <laughs> I, I, I feel like that's the entirety of your dude, life it's, dude it's a fucking except time. you know like, you're not turning I, into a uh, I asked my parents about like what was I like as a kid and they were they gave uh-huh. me this whole big spiel of like well I I don't know if it had to do with the fact that you were uh, you were delivered by a veterinarian and uh, he killed himself shortly afterwards. I'm sitting here like, what the Holy fuck? Okay, fuck. that's a hell of a thing to drop on a guy. Mm-hmm. You're like, well, uh, it could also be the fact that you were almost picked off by a, uh, a pack of wolves when we had left you out in the field to do laundry, <laughs> and we hadn't Holy been really paying fuck. attention. We did, we'd shoot them away before they got you, don't worry. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why did you decide to have a family of four if you were going to be living in the ca- a cabin in the woods in fucking Worsley? Like, this is just bad parenting. She was like, well, I did a lot of drugs back then. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Did you do drugs while you were pregnant with me? She's like, well, I, I, I quit smoking. It's like, that, that doesn't answer my question. She's like, okay, I did happen to have a bunch of LSD. It's fine. I'm like... You're the reason why I just hallucinate all the time a little bit. It's because when the brain was developing in the fetus, you decided to go all fucking Woodstock and relive your glory days. What the fuck? So already we've got all this crazy shit happening. I find out that, yeah, I was delivered by a guy who had only ever really, like, birthed horses and cows and shit. His whole job was to make it so livestock would come out easier. And he, he just saddles yeah. up on over to my mom in a cabin and is like, yeah, it's probably the same thing. We're just going to reach in there, pull the fucker out by the head, you know? <laughs> and then within yeah. four months, he went absolutely fucking psycho and, like, killed four people and himself. Totally just out of the blue. 
and my family drops this on me like it's totally to be expected. And at this point, I guess it is. At this point, Josh is an oh, SCP. Fuck, dude. Yeah, somebody honestly, contain, somebody contained this man as a keto level. Uh, keto I, I level think threat. Like, it's holy. because I was born on a Friday the thirteenth. But, but but also don't we fucking love this man? But also don't like, guys. <laughs> it it might have to do with the Friday yeah. the thirteenth birthday. That might be something to do with it. Born a week before Hitler, Friday the thirteenth. There was some weirdness going on there. You know what? I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm not very superstitious, but at this point, even I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I I, I can see some yeah. truth in this. It's, it makes uh, sense, you know? Makes sense. It's yeah, a weird yeah. fucking time, man. I'm going to be totally honest yeah. here. It's a weird fucking time. Holy shit. All yeah, right. fuck, We should wrap dude. this up before we, we go should. Yeah, at this rate, we're um, going to have to split this shit. podcast. Like, part one, part two. We'll just keep going. <laughs> the drinks aren't empty yet. <laughs> Yep. Um, happy New Year's, everybody. This is your New Year's episode. Oh, man. Yeah, you better enjoy it. <laughs> we're, we're just going to need like an episode where it's just stories uh, story with, time Josh. with Josh. Like, New Year's we'll have the years. travel diaries. I'll get to tell you about, you know, naked arrests and trespassing at naval bases and stuff. It's going to be a time. <laughs> yeah. Dude, we do. Yeah, and that time where you love... got caught naked in public in Japan. Yeah. Or yep. the time that I was almost caught naked <laughs> yeah. in public in Japan because I was sort of trespassing on both a Yakuza warehouse and the adjoining naval base for whatever fucking reason those were close together. <laughs> Japan's a weird... <laughs> Japan's really weird for stuff like that. Yeah. Um, dude, you know what? I'd fucking love for you to come on more podcasts. Yeah, if, I, if I've got it's time fucking... and, uh, you know, it's not too far past my yeah. bedtime because that was the issue the other day. Yeah, for sure. Ah, we'll figure something out. Um, but hey, to everyone still fucking listening, uh, good job. Uh, congratulations. Yeah, you got it through a this lot. episode. It really means a lot to us. No, no, it honestly does, though. You guys fucking rock, dude. You, you guys have no idea. Um, but if you do like this podcast, you know, fucking send us a voice message on Anchor. Or, or you just know, like on a, a message on follow, our Insta. Let us know we're yeah, doing a good job. Or Insta. You Give know, you can find on us back. on uh, G N A N D Hello. So it's good night and hello. Fucking send send us a message. Tell us how much you hate or like this podcast. You know, but either way, we still fucking appreciate you lads. And uh, you know, if if you know anybody else who might like bullshit like this, let them know about it too. And um, I guess that's enough about me for plugging shit. But at the end of the day, you know, I, I hope everyone does have a fantastic New Year's. And uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, honestly. See y'all in 2021. <laughs> yep. This is round two. Aw, oh, shit. Here we go oh, again. <laughs> Entering All right. Hard and uh, Josh is. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much, man. Um, and uh, to all those at home, uh, good night. And for real this time. <laughs>